Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh, Halloween edition. All month long, we'll be bringing you super thrilling, super scary, spine-chilling new episodes each week. From reseller horror stories to the tricks and treats of being a Poshmark seller. It may be spooky season, but we'll share our best tips so that your October sales total doesn't haunt you. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we will be continuing our spooktacular Halloween October series with the clips that haunt us. Yes, we did this episode last year, and it's also just a great episode for us to just set the record straight on some things we might have like changed our mind on or just like advice we gave that maybe we don't stand by anymore. <laughs> so True. It hasn't stood the test of time well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we're just chatting every week with each other and like, you know, sometimes we say stuff that maybe we we hear hear it back, we're like, is that the advice that we want to give? I don't know. You're like, ooh, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> it's not even advice. It's just like, mm, that just makes me cringe. <laughs> yeah. There's a variety of selections we have today. But before we get into all of that, what is going on this week? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm still just addicted to the live sales. I had two already this week, and then I supposedly have one in two hours. But... <laughs> I'm still working on prepping it, so I might push it back to later tonight, or I might move it to tomorrow. Jury's still out, but it's going to be a Poshmark show, so it's a little easier to prep those just because I'm using a lot of inventory I already have, so the listings already exist, but still have to prep it, you know, so. <laughs> still have to do a little bit of work beforehand. <laughs> so, yeah, if I, if I get that show done tonight, it'll be three shows this week, again, two weeks in a row, so six shows in the last two weeks. <laughs> Wow. That's crazy to think about. That's almost a show every other day. Like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. That brings me to my next update, which is I seriously need to go to the bins like so bad right now. Like yeah. my active listings on Poshmark, it's dwindled down quite a bit. I've been sourcing a ton lately. I feel like I can't source enough just at like regular thrift stores and like the consignment shops and stuff. But like then everything's been going in my live shows. And then luckily a lot of it's been selling. And then to flesh out my live shows with that, with my new inventory, I've been like pulling, you know, five items, 10 items here and there from my closet. And after like a good month of doing that now, it's like, okay, like I, and plus my regular sales too. I haven't really been putting a big focus on just like creating regular listings. So it's just yeah. dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. So I'm like, I need to go to the bins to get like a big infusion of stuff. And yeah, I, I also kind of want to look at this week, like, okay, how am I going to like do both of these things at once? <laughs> yeah. Of like normal listings and the live selling. I know I have not just listed anything on Poshmark recently, but yeah, like the algorithm has changed back and like... I've noticed a little bit of increase in my just normal Poshmark sales without really doing anything crazy. Like the descriptions are working again. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. But yeah, like 
you used to list like 10 items a day. Right? <laughs> and now it's like zero and sometimes negative because you're making sales and using them for the live shows. So very different circumstances than in the past. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, really all I've listed is like, if I go sourcing and I find just like a gem that I'm paying up for a little more that I'm like, oh, I, I know I want it. Like I should pick this up because it's such a good item and it'll sell really well, but it's like not really a good fit necessarily for the live show. Cause it's like, you do typically sell things a little lower and also, I don't know, some like Bolo brands, it's like, they kind of have to sit and find the right buyer. So it's like not really a live. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, the story is that my inventory is dwindling and I, I got to <laughs> figure out how to do it all, but it's, it's been exciting. Cause I think this is going to be like my best month ever by a lot, which is oh my awesome, gosh, yay. which is like due to the live sales. I mean, I've been having a lot of them and they've been overall, I mean, there's been a few flops here and there, not going to lie, but like overall <laughs> it's been pretty good. More and, on that next week. Yeah. We need a week to process what happened to us this week. Um, but anyway, we have like, um, yeah, we've been, I've been having all these shows and like the sales totals for those shows have really added up and it's like definitely eclipsed what I normally make yeah. um, in sales during a month, which is awesome. But then it's like, okay, but I also want to like still keep my other regular sales coming in too and like combine forces, not just like replace forces, if that makes sense. Right. I have thought about it like with live selling, maybe because my inventory has like bulked up in the last year, like maybe kind of holding a smaller inventory, not like drastically over the next month or something, but like maybe in the next six months kind of have it go down a little bit and just kind of see how that feels uh, with the selling since things I mean a lot of the items you sourced like this past week sold in the shows this week like which is so cool right you're still sourcing a lot but not like putting them in your bins that are labeled and stuff like that yeah exactly like I'm sourcing more than ever yeah that hasn't slowed down like if I was just listing everything for because like at each of my shows I've had between like 35 to 40 ish items so it's like more than I was doing at 10 new listings. Like 10 listings per day is only 70 listings a week. And this is definitely more than that. True, um, yeah. Plus it's like not everything sells. I don't know. So it's like, and I have still listed like a little bit, but it's just like not totally the balance I'm wanting to strike. So that's yeah. something that I'm figuring out. But also I've just been really excited about live selling. And it's like, feels like I kind of want to ride the wave with it as long as possible um, since it is working. <laughs> so right, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'm landing, but either way, I need more inventory. So I got to go to the bins. <laughs> and I don't know if I've talked about this on here, but like in Phoenix, the bins have been under construction. Um, oh, they still are. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So I haven't been to the bins since like before Posh Fest, but yeah. like August and September, I went to the bins a couple times and it's like, yeah, the line was insane. Like it was like, a dis- it was like a line to get on like a roller coaster. Like it was like, <laughs> and you did not winding back pass. and forth. I did not have a fast pass. <laughs> and I like tried like going on the, the weekends. I tried going, then I'm like, Oh, I'll, I'll for sure go during the week. So it's like a shorter line. And it's like, and then I tried going like right at open, like right at like it opens at eight. I got there at eight and it was like, no, like these people have been here since like 
seven or six thirty even. Like and... everyone is doing the same thing, <laughs> right? Like, like trying to be there early. No matter what time I went, I'm like waiting in line for like two hours. So there was times like I got there and I'm like, I just don't have time to wait here two hours before I go in. Um, so I just left. And then there was one day yeah. where I was like, you know, I'm like, I really need stuff. Like I'm going to, I'm just going to wait it out. And I like I'm working on listing or sending offers and stuff while I'm waiting forever. But I'm, I'm committing that this week I need to go to the bins once. And like, I'm fine if I have to get there an hour before it opens, that's fine. I'll just do it. Yeah, and stay a couple. Of waiting one hour is better than waiting two. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I gotta do it. I gotta go, and I and everyone just like send your good vibes my way this week that I have a good haul when I'm there because that's been like the worst too. If it's like I go and spend all this time waiting in line and then it's like not like great, it's like well this kind of is. Yeah, you're like I could have well just spent. gone to a three normal Goodwills or something. Right. Yeah. But. Usually that's it's like pretty good, but it's like. That's been deterring me from going there, but I really do want to go because I really need like a good bins haul. Yeah, definitely. Or I'm going to drive to the Tucson bins, like catch me down there. I don't know what's going to go on. <laughs> Come back to Dallas. You could go to the Dallas and the Oh, Florida. true. True. Maybe I just need to plan a little trip. You're right. Check those frontier flight costs. Oh, you know, <laughs> I love frontier flights for going to Dallas, like $20 flight. <laughs> yeah so that's what's with me what's going on with you this week so I'm getting excited I have my first posh show this coming week it is on October 28th which I believe is a Friday so I'm kind of feeling that like that's like a prime spot to be in you know right Friday Friday evening so I'm really excited about that and to just like try out the posh shows I've been trying to go to more of them I've gone to like a lot of yours to kind of see how it works and yeah I'm super excited to have my first one and then also this this past Friday I decided to try out your well the tabs method you were talking about a couple weeks ago (laughs) where like you rather than sending like the Friday offers at like a deep discount of like 40%, 50%, whatever off sending like incremental ones each week of they get the base 10% off offer when they like it. And then the next week they get the 20% off one and the week after that 30% or whatever. And yeah, I tried that out. I didn't do it on the computer. I'm honestly like scared that my computer will not be able to handle that. Like it is on its that I just don't know if that was that is worth it but I did it on my phone and it was pretty quick and I had four sales within the hour of sending those and like were they the the highest dollar amount sales no but like two of them were personal items and two of them the other two were bins items I'm like this is amazing Right. This is the kind of stuff I want to sell at like a discount. You know what I mean? So that was really encouraging. And I think I'm going to try to do it. Like, would you recommend like once a week or like twice a week or what what would you say? Yeah. Now since I've been focusing on live selling, it's like I've been dropping the ball and sending offers, which I do need to get better at. But in my heyday, when we were talking about this, like, a month and a half ago, I was probably doing it twice a week. I think I was doing it on like Tuesdays and Fridays normally. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna keep playing with it. But I'm glad it worked for you. That's very exciting. I'm a success story. You're a success story. <laughs> that was like after we talked about that on that one episode. I, that's like the thing I've gotten the most questions about ever. Was just like, wait, explain that again. That was like so confusing. We need you to do like a a reel explaining it with the visuals of the tabs because mm. people are getting okay. confused. But I, I feel like that needs to be your homework <laughs> okay okay i can i can take a or stories or something i've been looking for content for my instagram so i can i can probably get that going that's what we want okay. <laughs> all right so that brings us to the main event these are the clips that haunt us we tried to pick clips from the last year because I mean, there's probably a lot of things that are cringy that we said in our first year of reselling, i.e., the mystery boxes. If you know, you know. Yeah. And you know, we can't judge those girls too hard. They were just starting out, but a year ago, we can judge them a little bit. And by those girls, I mean me and you, uh, <laughs> not anyone else. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're never judging other people, but we are judging ourselves about this. <laughs> It, the advice we give sometimes on the, the podcast or just different things we say that are just like, that's, we like just didn't know what we were talking about, like at all. <laughs> okay. So the first one, this one we included partially for what's said in the clip, partially just for personal reasons, just to set the scene. We were, we, this is from an episode. It's the third episode of this year. It is one of our episodes right when we came back from our like winter break hiatus. We took a few weeks off in January. And, you know, as Maddie mentioned with her job, she had like a very busy season. So we were trying to bank episodes because we knew she was going to be like really busy soon. So on our, on our like winter break, we like, we're like, okay, we're going to record three episodes in one day. Now, also to peel back the curtain, um, Maddie, do you want to tell them? Yeah, so when we recorded this episode, me and my husband had just found out we had COVID and we were quarantining at our house and we both were feeling like so exhausted. Luckily, we had like a really mild case and like are totally fine. But we like the main symptom we had for a few days is just like exhaustion and sleeping a lot. So this was the day that we decided to record three episodes. And I think I also had like a sore throat too, because I keep like coughing during the episode. But like, honestly, besides this clip, the episode is good. Like I've listened to it since then. And like, there is a lot of good content. It's about like the fashion keywords to kind of like beef up your descriptions in your listings. And like, there is a lot of great information, but man there's just this one section that is like so cringe that we we always talk about yeah because we were just on like our like four of you know first we outlined all these episodes it was like our season three premiere we were like all excited we had all these new ideas we wanted to talk about and then just sitting down to record three episodes back to back to back in one day especially when one of the (laughs) co-hosts like by the end it was just like we are like what are we even talking about like what's going on so we're gonna run this clip every time we reference this episode we we this episode is actually titled fashion keywords to know and use to like describe your poshmark listings and 
we always refer to this episode lovingly as one million types of wool because that's all I can remember from this episode is by the end, we actually ended up cutting a lot of it out because we were just like droning on and on and on about like <laughs> alpaca, mohair, like just going on about all the kinds of wool. But there are some gems that are still in there. And every time we hear them, we just die laughing. So here is a clip from Fashion Keywords to Know that may haunt us. They also have like merino wool I see on the tag a lot. Whenever it says that, I feel like it's good to point that out as well. So another type of wool is cashmere, which I guess I don't typically think of cashmere as wool, but it is. So it, when you think of cashmere, you think of like super soft material, very like luxury, 100% cashmere items go for a lot more than, you know, other kinds of sweaters or something like that. It's a fiber. Or jumpers. Uh, that, jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> so cashmere is actually made out of goat wool, so... It's a fiber. <laughs> there was a couple gems in there. It's a fiber. And then also, um, yeah, I normally don't think about cashmere as a type of wool, but it is. It's like great commentary there. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like also um, I feel like our best episodes that we like recording the most are like episodes that are like very based in like our own experience, like things that like we're like really passionate about. But then the types of wool, it was like, we're never talking about that like normally, <laughs> like just off the cuff. No. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so like the most we talk about wool, like normally is like, oh, if something has like wool on the fabric tag, like that usually means it's like nicer than if it's just like a blend of like polyester or something, you know? Yeah. 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 We're like, Oh, like it's a good material. We're That's never it. actually saying <laughs> the word fiber. Like, yeah. On. And we don't know anything about the fibers. So like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So that one's mainly included for us just because that is, that just always goes in down when we're like our worst episodes in our mind. We're like the t million types of wool, even though or, it's actually a good episode besides or that. Or like when we're trying to think of new episode ideas and we're like, something and we're like, or like, is this going to be like the types of wool, like not good. And then we're like, yeah, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> okay. So the next clip that haunts us comes from our photography episode that we posted this past year and it is right at the beginning you want to just yeah hit us with it for you i'll just hit it this week we're doing something a little different as you might have noticed from the title we were unfortunately unable to record a new episode this week you know i've been out traveling just been a busy summer but we didn't want to leave you hanging so we thought it might be fun to release a throwback episode one of our most popular and favorite episodes from season one all about photography and editing your photos for your poshmark listings <laughs> okay so like when we did this we really thought nothing of it because like I listen to other podcasts that post th like throwback episodes every once in a while. And the thing we didn't really realize, though, is 
those podcasts have been around since like 2007 <laughs> like have millions of episodes. It's like most of those were like on the radio at one point <laughs> yeah like I listen to one that's like called stuff you should know and it's literally like been around forever and they post throwbacks every once maybe like once a week they post a throwback one and like it's great because it's like yeah unless you've been listening forever and have it like everything memorized where you don't forget like it is fun to listen to again you know but we're posting a throwback from like one year ago like likely people have heard this one before or could easily find it in our like archive episodes. You don't even have to scroll down that far so yeah we <laughs> that was okay. not ideal <laughs> okay and okay we so we had feedback from a listener that called this out, and I just always think of their the way they phrased it to us. They like said that the throwback episodes are whack. Yeah, they were like just go back and listen to the episode that already exists, and we're like, oh yeah, true. <laughs> they were like, love the podcast, da, 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 but the throwback episodes, like those are whack. We're like. Yeah, we kind of agree. We like we honestly like if we can't record a week, we should just post on our Instagram saying we'll be back next week and move on. <laughs> yeah, and we could even still be like, oh, check out like this episode. Like if you haven't yeah, heard it before true. or something. But we don't necessarily need to re-upload it as a throwback. Maybe in a couple years we could pull out some of the season one, dust them off. But it's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> All righty. So the next clip that haunts us. This one is pretty recent and it's pretty timely. I'm just going to play it okay, as it is and then we can talk about it after. Yeah. Have you heard of the new reselling platform, Whatnot? Like vaguely. Okay. Can you give us an overview of what it is before yes. we move on? So I don't really know what it is, honestly, <laughs> but here's what I understand. Okay. Okay. So it's like a new app for resellers and people just shopping. But I think a big focus of it is like selling to other resellers. And you basically do, like if you're a seller on whatnot, you schedule like a live show. You kind of do like almost like how we did that our haul video with our um, stuff from the bins at one time with Macy, where you just like show like, oh, I have this shirt, da da da. It's like I'm, QVC. It's like QVC. And they start the bidding at like, so you'll be like, oh, I, f I have this free people top, has long sleeves. It's really cute, polka dot print, and I'm starting the bidding at $7. And then, like, people that are watching the live video, you, like, type your payment information in before you attend a live. And then <laughs> you can, like, bid on the items. And then, like, whoever, like, the highest bidder is after, like, a minute or however you have it set to gets that item. I just think it's crazy because that came out on August 16th, and, like, we had never heard of it, really. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> took over everything. Yeah. The part that cr is the most cringy to me is comparing it to just like doing a haul video where you just like show what you got, where it's like, it is a lot more work than that. At, at least on whatnot, it is like, yeah, with the, the items, you're adding the pictures, you know, I think you're you numbering them this. you're maybe being thoughtful about what order you're putting them in you have like a whole setup to like go live you kind of have a theme for the show of like fall or at least like women's men's or something you know what i mean like you're trying to promote the show a lot yeah, yeah. 
I think we really underestimated like that aspect of it. Yeah. But it is interesting. Yeah. Like you said, that clip is from two months ago. And we're like, yeah. I think it's called like whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, you like bid on things? Like, and you're like QVC? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like so funny because that was only two months ago. And now it's like you can't look anywhere without seeing live selling. Like, Info. yeah oh my gosh I wanted to say this in the what's going on this week but do you watch Abbott Elementary I've started it I, I haven't watched very many episodes but okay highly okay. recommend I'm on season two that's like airing right now and the this isn't like a spoiler so don't worry but the the principal is kind of known for like not taking her job super seriously and in yeah in like a clip this from this past week she's like live selling from her office and they like walk in on her and she's like yeah I'll be live every day from nine to three like during school hours (laughs) and she has like the ring light going and there's like the hearts going on the side I just thought like it was hilarious I'm like I I'm trying to just watch a show and I'm like I can't get away from the live selling like it's so funny. funny Oh my gosh, I want to watch that clip. Yeah, I started watching that um, recently because it won like a bunch of Emmys. Like, yeah, highly regarded show. It's really good. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, live selling is everywhere right now. And it is crazy because like, yeah, I think at the time when we were talking about it two months ago, it's like I had seen like a few people doing it and we were like talking about it in the podcast. But it's like we didn't, even like me being like, oh, it's like for like just for resellers to sell stuff to each other. It's like that's like not really true. Like, I guess that is like there is a little bit of that, but it's like that's not really the goal of it, you know? Right. The goal is definitely to have like a customer base that just like tunes into whatnot shows. Yeah. It's like a new way of shopping. Yeah. But I just we had to pull that clip because I'm like, I swear we were like just talking about like like who knew back then that like that's going to be like all we do now. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so interesting. Okay. The next, our final clip in today's episode comes from our girl boss episode. So we watch the TV show girl boss and basically gave a review of it, which is a great episode. Definitely watch the show and listen to the that's episode. That's an episode that slept on. Yes. And that's Definitely. a show that slept on, kind of. I yeah. Wasn't yeah. that good? It, yeah, was it was good. good. Yeah. It was good. There was only one season. We were wanting more. So. It's a miniseries. I know. I just, the miniseries, you get all invested and then it's just over. But that is not the point. The, the part that haunts us has to do with the Plato's clearance sale. So run the clip and then we'll debrief the specifics so it was like almost getting like bins prices but like (laughs) way less work of like sorting through the things it was just really nice going thrifting but not feeling overwhelmed like by the amount of stuff and like disorganization and stuff like that but yeah I was able to find I I went on Friday night and then I went back again on Sunday. I think I totally got like 20 items. Yeah. Which was really exciting. Mostly like clearance items. Yeah, like you had said before, like the the full price items at Buy Sell Trade can be a little pricey, but if you stick with the clearance section. Yeah, like the full price. 
the full price is like the bulk of it i think is a little too high price to flip you can i still recommend looking through yeah then like sometimes there's like brands that sell for a lot more than whatever the price cap must be at plato's closet but that clearance like i feel like i feel like i went to plato's closet like last summer and i was like oh it's good like there's some good stuff there but i never like I feel like late mm-hmm. we got to find out when these sales are happening all the time because this the clearance sale is like where it's at because like i know you and macy went as well yeah you inspired us so we had to go on saturday <laughs> after we saw all the stuff you got on friday and ours they texted me they're like saturday and sunday only it's 90 percent off clearance which it's like that's like bins prices like even the Literally. stuff that was like marked like $15 or $18 like freaking move that decimal point over at dollar 80 <laughs> like <laughs> yeah um... okay <laughs> okay don't get me wrong i love a good clearance moment yes and like i think we just have maybe a revised take on this where like there can be situations where you find really good stuff in the 90 percent off section of like a play-doh's clearance sale and like that happens and like you know people just don't know the brand or like aren't looking for that right style or something or maybe it's like out of season but it's going to be good for you in like a few months or something like there's definitely situations where I still get stuff in the 90% off clearance but like a lot of times the 90% off clearance is like not that great of stuff anymore like maybe if you get there like right away in the morning when they flip it over to 90% off you can have some good luck but like we've had really good luck in the last year of getting items when it's like the play-doh's 50% off or even like 70% off clearance because it's not like they just moved that over to the clearance and like there's still a ton of great items in there and now they're just at like a great price but it's not picked over yet where you're ending up getting like not very good items for one dollar which is like yeah you didn't pay very much but it's not like that great of an item right and it might not sell for you very fast like we i during that clip i like can tell you what we bought like i remember we came we bought like so many free people jean skirts yeah like so many and like urban outfitter like bdg jean skirts yeah because they were that was before we knew about the jean skirts and like a lot of the other sections were picked over but like the jean skirts wasn't just saying yeah that says everything you need to know about the jean skirt sales (laughs) yeah so it's like and i think what we've also learned about buy sell trade is like really what we're looking for in a buy sell trade is like even before things go clearance like just the gems that are like a really high-end brand that end up there right if it's like an aritzia brand or like sub brand that they don't know or just like aritzia in general i feel like they miss a lot and they're marked or like it like just they bucks. can't yeah or they just like the price cap that they work with per item it's like still profitable to pick it up right and resell because it's like a really really good brand yeah that would be like my tip too from this is like when there is the clearance sale going on like that is an amazing time to be checking 
the entire store if you can because like most people are going in and seeing like oh there's like a big clearance sale going on and they're going like straight to the clearance of like looking for reselling or like for themselves or their family and they're not looking at the new in like I've had really good luck where I've like gone for the 50% off but I only get like two 50% off items and I get like a ton of new stuff because nobody is in those aisles especially if you are a part and you have to go on like Saturday or Sunday and it's busy like those aisles are not as busy on those days because everyone's looking at the clearance trying to get a deal so so true like the spotlight is on the clearance so no one's paying attention right but they're still putting the the new items out so it's like yeah gotta check those yeah definitely true yeah that's just kind of her addendum on that but I would say overall on this year's episode less cringy than last year's episode Oh, yeah, for sure. These are more just like, we're being way harder on ourselves this year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. We will be back next week with our final, sadly, Halloween October episode. It is our reseller horror stories episode. So if you have a reseller horror story, Make sure to reach out to us at Sister Zuposh on Instagram, or you can email us sisterzuposh at gmail.com and send us your reseller horror story if you have one that you'd like to share, and we will share it on next week's episode. Yeah, and that could be anything. Like, maybe it's like some type of scam that you've heard of that, you know, targets the reselling community when like people are emailing you or trying to do trying to get you to email them it could be like a weird customer situation where it just like kind of went sideways it could be like just something creepy that you found at the thrift store that you want to like talk about yeah there's so many ways you could go with it and no way is wrong so be creative funny yes sad silver lining whatever you got we want them all. So yeah, definitely our DMs are open. Sister Subosh on Instagram and our email sistersubosh at gmail.com. Yes. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you like this episode, if you're liking the series. It really helps us grow our podcast. It helps other people find our podcast. And it just makes us happy to read them. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Love you, Tay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Ha <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>